Welcome to Engaging Parenting, the Bridgeway podcast on parenting kids and teens. And we're here to talk specifically about that glorious and terrifying work of parenting teenagers in this culture and why being spiritually and culturally informed is essential. And we're also discussing practical tips on how you can parent confidently and watch your teenagers thrive. So my name is Pastor Matt, and I'm here with Pastor Cliff. And for our second part of our session on TikTok, we have Mrs. Ellie Cole here. Hello. Ellie's our administrative assistant, uh, but really the the backbone of the high school ministry. <laughs> backbone, absolutely. Wow. She's the reason why things get done. And HSM. It's mm-hmm. awesome. And this mm-hmm. is season two, episode two. Look at that. Season two, episode two. And uh, it's exciting. So last time we ended up talking about uh, TikTok and we were going through some of the background, um, the access that teens have to it, why they're drawn to it. Yep. And a lot of different pieces on aspects of entertainment and amusement. And how do you become TikTok famous? Cliff took some good notes. He's already probably at like 5,000 views. I by have now. two views of my last video. So, so. I'm getting wow. up. And they're both from your mom. Oh. That, that's hurtful. <laughs> and so uh, today, as we get into this episode, we're going to be talking a little bit more about what you as parents need to know about this app and how yep. it's shaping your kids and how to talk to them about it. Yeah, what are some of the pros and cons, pros and, cons. and yep. some of the challenges? And so uh, so let's uh, let's talk a little bit about this first question. What should parents know about this app? So Cliff, what, what do you think? What is kind of the core pieces that parents need to be aware of? For one thing, your your student has access to other teenagers or people across the whole world. Even anybody who's using this app, they have access to. And so that means you, your student could have access to somebody who is a teenager um, in the East Coast or in Europe or something like that. And you and when other people are involved, when thousands, millions of people are involved, you never know what's going to happen. Um, There's not much you can control with that. And you don't know what's going to come across your your son or your daughter's screen. Mm. That's probably one of the main things that's super important to know is the exposure that your student is having. Right. And this is especially if your son or daughter has a public account. Yes. yes. Because there's private accounts just like Instagram and yes. Facebook that you can keep it between friends. But since most people, and we talked about this in the last episode, are wanting exposure right. and yeah. wanting a lot of people to watch their videos you're exposed to these millions um, on that. So, yeah. yeah. Ellie, how about you? What do you think parents need to know the most about this app? Yeah, I'm, I agree with Cliff. I do think it's kind of similar to like Instagram. There's a lot of exposure to, you know, the internet on there. Um, one thing that's kind of interesting about TikTok is that when as soon as you open the app, it starts playing the videos. Um, you don't get the choice to hit play on videos on TikTok. It kind of just plays for you. Um, so as you're scrolling through your feed or through the For You page, um, it automatically plays whatever videos it kind of wants to. So you don't really get the choice of what you watch. Now, they do have an algorithm. So if you watch more of kind of like dancing TikTok content or um, there's actually Christian TikTokers. Yes. Fun fact. So if you watch a lot of those like I do, they pop up on my feed. So that's kind of cool. However, I can't um, I can't press play. They just play. You can press pause or you can swipe away really quickly. But uh, sometimes, which, you know, happens, there's kind of not that great content or uh, what's really popular is songs with 
bad words um, or dances that would be seen as inappropriate for kids uh, to do or see. And you don't get the choice on whether you that shows up on your feed. Um, and so that's kind of an interesting, newer thing for social media to do. Like on YouTube, you know, you press play if you want to watch the video. On TikTok, it just plays for you. Mm. And I think that makes a lot of sense since, you know, the kind of posture that people have when they're watching videos is really just to be swiping. And really with other platforms, because you have to push play, you're swiping and it has to be something about the image or the title or whatever that makes you even want to play yeah. it. Whereas this just goes right into it. And so then you're drawn in right. and really with, quick. Yeah. With YouTube, you you get to choose what you want to watch yeah. too. So a lot of times you'll hit the search of your favorite YouTuber or you'll subscribe to people and you'll get all the of their specific content. With TikTok, they decide what you watch. They decide mm -hmm. what they think you would be most interested in. The algorithm. So, right. So you don't really get to decide. They decide for you, which kind of takes away some of the kids' anxiety of like, oh, what do I want to watch? No, I don't have to decide. It shows it for me and I don't have to make a decision there, which is a draw for teenagers, but a setback for anybody that doesn't want to watch, you know, <laughs> bad content or whatever. Yeah. But you make a really good point there about the indecisiveness of teens right and and how like they they don't always want to have to make that decision they kind of do but they kind of want to test everything and taste everything and right experience it all but but that reprogramming is one of the things that i would agree with both of you on that when we're talking about what you as parents need to be aware of is just like a lot of different things so not just social media apps but a lot of different things um behaviorally shape and reprogram your teens and because like ellie was just talking about it's a software, it's an app that's deciding that's what's programming their values, their priorities. And, and it is playing into their tastes and flavors by what they watch. It will right. adapt, but it's also going to put stuff based on popularity, mm -hmm. based on um, other connections TikTok, with a friend. celebrities. It, yeah. And so, yeah. So like, that's one of those things that you have to be really cautious with because you don't know what is going to be put before them. Now, can you control that? I, that's the that's yeah, the hard that's part. Yeah, that's the interesting. And and what's interesting too is you, if you think about it, even though these are really short um, videos, thirty seconds to sixty seconds potentially, right? You're scrolling, and even if you don't want to see this video that you see, and you scroll up or you hit pause or you 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 move to the next video, your your eyes still see it. Right. Um, our brains are way more powerful than we think they are, mm -hmm. <laughs> and when our eyes see something that maybe we wanted to see or didn't want to see or anything like that, we still think about it even though we're not looking at the video right. anymore. Yeah. And so that's what's, you know, it could be a really encouraging thing or it could be, you know, something that's that that's not a so not so good of a thing. Yeah. Of like you see something you don't want to see and then you're thinking about it all day because you saw that. Right. Um, whether it be. Or you know, heard it. I think or heard it too. Like yeah. probably like 80% of the most popular songs on TikTok have like bad words in them or swear words. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really interesting because I do think that uh, kids hear it so much and it's in a lot of the popular dances to do. There's almost always a bad word or something that's kind of like over-sexualized. Mm -hmm. And it's really popular to do the dance to that song or to watch the dance of the song. And they're like, oh, I don't even listen to the words, but your brain still hears it and yeah. registers it. Mm -hmm. And it kind of neutralizes it for a lot of teenagers because they're, mean, they're yeah. so used to hearing it now or hearing it at school or wherever they are that to make a lip syncing video to something like that is 
kind of, you know, not that bad for them yeah, because they're so used to it. The line's blurry. Right. Yeah, the totally. reality of today, too, is a lot of these teenagers are desensitized to the to the F word and to all the, you know, different cuss words that are in the English language because they hear them so often. And so right. even though, again, I agree with you, Ellie, even though you're, you don't listen to those songs when you're in your car or when you're, you know, listening to worship music, but you hear it in the TikTok, it's still still happening in the brain. Yep. The and brain waves. Totally. It's fun. It's upbeat. It has a good beat. It has a good tune, but it probably doesn't have very good words. <laughs> which, which is so funny because when I was younger, this is totally a side note and I think it's funny. When I was younger, back in, um, back in my day, you know, so long ago, I would listen to the songs and my mom would listen to the songs with me and she would, after the song would be over, you know, because I always had the best, you know, song choice. Um, my mom would always tell me, you know what? I just loved what this this songwriter was saying here. I just really liked the words and the meaning of the song was just so good. And I would just look at my mom and roll my eyes and be like, "Mom, I didn't pay I didn't pay attention to the right. words at all. I just yeah. I liked the beat." And yes, so now still tune. today, still today that's yeah. what kids say. They say, "I don't listen to the words," which yeah. is inaccurate. Your, your brain in one way, it. shape, and form. Yeah. yeah, you might have not have been listening, but your brain heard it. <laughs> yeah, but yep. it, and so there's a lot that's being absorbed. So I think totally. this all leads to the kind of the main thing that I think a lot of us parents and a lot of us are always posturing and taking a stance on, which is, is this app a good or a bad thing? Yeah, right. It, yep. Can it be good? Can it be bad? Yep. And why or why not? And yep. so, so I think it's good if we probably start with the pros. Yeah, just so that. that we can we can we can kind of go here's here's some healthy things. That can come out of it. And so, so anyone want to take a shot? Start you go, it off? You go first, Pastor Matt. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, um, I think one of the things that happens is um, it builds community. And yeah. so, so there is an element of there's friends that are sharing stuff. They're both sharing about a TikTok they watched or they're watching a TikTok together or, you know, things like that. Or they're making content together that that does have an element of building community like it says in their mission statement. And like Ellie was talking about in the last episode this is something that gets people a chance to laugh and just kind of enjoy themselves and sometimes get their mind off of stuff going on. Both of you talked about that in our in our previous episode. So I think that becomes one big piece yeah. is that they they are trying to to do something that's communal even though it does it really bring community? That's the always a deeper question, philosophical question. Um but it is attempting and it's providing something that can be used for that. So it can be used for good. Right. Yeah. So what else? Yeah, I think something else that I've seen is um, it allows you to be creative, but not just with yourself, but with others too. I was just seeing this the other day that you can you can make a duet video, um, and you can make you can have one of your friends incorporate mm-hmm. and be a part of your video oh, um, yeah. from another place, which that's so cool. Yeah. Like for me, when I saw that feature, I'm like, that is super fun because you you can have an idea with your friend and be like, hey, go home, let's let's figure out this video together, and then you guys put it together and you see it on TikTok and you get a lot of views and that's and that's really fun. I mean, there's Bonding definitely like you said Pastor it, Matt it like combos the their songs together, right? Like so both yeah. of you are singing the same song yes. and it yes. puts it simultaneously totally, yeah, yep, yeah. in parallel. Uh-huh. Yes. And uh which again, we mentioned this on the last episode like there's a number of guys and girls that they'll do this at home, like at a sleepover or yeah. hanging out together. And now, even now they just you have somewhere to together, you, you can, can duet the video and yeah. still be in it. <laughs> Are duets also the copying where somebody might take someone else's song and dance and then you're trying to mimic it? Or is they that something- do do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, if you're a famous person and you post a video of you dancing to a specific song, some people will duet it and they'll be dancing right next to the famous person doing the exact same moves. 
And usually those videos do super well. Wow. But sometimes they're Sometimes you have to pay to duet celebrities. So that could be the downside of that. But, uh, you well, know. that was something cool. else I was reading is I want to dance there with are Chris additional Pratt. costs that you can sometimes have to get. Well, well that's a new icon. We'll, we'll save that one. Yeah, but yeah, there yeah. are some additional <laughs> costs that can sometimes come with this. Um, what else? What other things are some pros that you guys see within this? Mm, I think that um, it's really fun f- when I see uh, teenagers making TikToks with parents. Um, kind of bringing in the generation above them and incorporating that. Um, a lot of the most like famous or funniest TikToks that I've seen have been of the older generation trying to understand. And I think <laughs> That's that funny. I think that um, the humor on TikTok can be uh, something that's shared among all ages, and um, I think that that's really fun and just yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that's I think that's really good because by integrating family, it also lets anybody know that watches one of your videos or is exposed to your profile. What you care about. That your family is involved yeah. with you in your life. And so to me, I, th- I think, I presume that that would make some people that maybe have ulterior motives and stuff go, I'm not going to get near that one because their parents are involved. They're not only on their TikToks, but probably watching TikToks with their kids yeah. and and seeing stuff like that. So that's a like that's that. a good point. And so this is what I'm hearing too from what we're talking about this is if your son or daughter has a TikTok, find the appropriate atmosphere and maybe encourage them for you to be on this TikTok. Yes. Depending on the relationship Make you a have. Make full of yourself. Seriously. Do or it. if you're talented, sing with them. Be, be with them. <laughs> I mean, I've I've seen a parent, you know, like, like Ellie said, I, I've seen parents get on it and it's so fun. So and fun. And it's a bonding moment for you and your yes. teenager. You're on there. Allow them to teach you this dance. It's probably going to be weird. You're probably going to feel super awkward with it, but that's okay. But Push through it. and get on that video and, and have some fun. Yeah. Yeah. And it gives you exposure to what they're doing. And, yeah. and then you have a greater avenue to talk with them about other videos that come up or that they're watching or that they're doing. And so by, by involving yourself, it makes a big difference. So um, TikTok has up to their privacy stuff. Um, that was something I was reading for a while that that's actually a pro as well. They actually got in a lot of trouble in India um, in the beginning when it was musically that uh, there was a lot of stuff that was like- Not good stuff. Not so inappropriate that they shut down the app in yeah. the country. Yes. And then that made musically and then eventually TikTok, they had to revamp how they approached it, which was good because there's greater privacy settings that can be set. And that's something that a lot yes. of apps are doing across the board. Now- because so many of these apps and this goes across the board depend on other users reporting stuff, stuff sneaks in and then it gets taken off stuff sneak in. And so you, we need to be aware of parents that that's always an existing thing because no business has a person that's sitting there watching every video right. and going, yeah. nope, this doesn't work. This doesn't work. They, they depend on someone else reporting it. And so encouraging your kids your teens to when they see stuff report, report it, it yeah. is getting them into a pattern of going, this isn't good. And I want the company to know that because it blocks and uses totally. goes against users that are bad. Yes. Evil. Another good thing too, is that I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but there are Christian TikTok accounts that put like post really good Christian content that will just sometimes just pop up on the for you page or pop up on other kids. And it's a healthy, like, Oh, a little reminder of like, 
hey, like, I hope you're having a great day. You know, God loves you. And like little things like that, that I actually love because it's like you're going onto this app to get distracted for a moment. And then all of a sudden you see, oh, that's that's a cool reminder. So I do think that that is a positive thing. I think it's cool for when kids make Christian content, especially yeah. from youth group, because yeah. I think that's really powerful for them to post publicly on a social media platform um, about their faith. So I do think that that's super, super cool and like totally awesome for kids. To yeah, do I had a I had a student who made a TikTok from my sermon one day. Uh, like I preached oh, cool. on a Sunday, and then Sunday afternoon, a Whoa. student made a TikTok of me. It was a, uh, it was interesting. It, were they admiring or indifferent. making fun? They weren't making fun. <laughs> they were actually just restating what I said in the message, which I'm like, okay, you were paying attention. So wow. that's that's a good thing. I will take that as a positive. Yep, that's amen. That's hallelujah. Praise him and raise him. And it. <laughs> Yes and amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Shake that tree of revival. Yes and amen. Shake that tree. <laughs> Uh, no, but it is another medium. So, yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot more we can keep talking about, like a lot of platforms and a lot of different technology and media. You just have to be aware and and see the good that can be used. Be closely involved with it as a parent, because then if stuff does become negative, harmful, you're you're present and you're able to quickly redirect your your teens rather than having no awareness. And then you find out yeah. stuff, which is tends to be more of the trend because we're so detached as parents often. So, so that yeah. moves us into the cons, right? Unless you have one more pro. One, I have just have one more pro and then we're moving to cons. Um, it's easy to use and it's fast paced. Now that um, can be a pro and a con, but that's just one thing. It's it's easy to use, it's fun, and it's, and it's quick. So um, kind of moving into the, the cons um, of, of the app, the first thing that I think of uh, with the cons of this is it's extremely addicting. Um, you can be addic addicted to this really quickly yes. because of what I just said of a pro, <laughs> because <laughs> it's so easy pace. to use and fast paced. Yes. You're just scrolling, 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 no scrolling. No decision making. You look up and it's an hour, two hours since when you started and you're like, holy cow, the yeah. sun has gone down. I was supposed down. to be doing my homework. I watched three Oops. videos that became 3000 videos. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And, and it's, it's you have no idea what's happening and you're just scrolling. Yeah. yeah. Because you don't hit play, it plays for you. It just continues. Yeah. It's endless. Other cons that you guys have both seen? Um, I think that there can be a lot of um very popular dances on TikTok that are a little bit over sexualized um for a lot of young teenage girls. Um, and I think that because they're popular, there's a lot of kind of pressure to want to learn them and to want to post them because that's what's popular and everybody at school knows these dances and everybody's talking about it. And I think that um, it's really easy to kind of fall into, oh, I want to get TikTok famous or whatever kind of the desire for that is and to want to post those kinds of videos or learn those kinds of dances without kind of realizing you know, exactly what you are getting yourself into. Yeah. Well, and that leads into like, there is, and Ellie, you mentioned this earlier, there is a lot of inappropriate language. Yes. That's on it. That is a con that like you, your kids are going to get access to that with this, Probably especially in public. One every three videos that goes by has a bad word in it. And then, and then sexual content. Yeah. And, and, and whether that's, you know, raunchy dancing, um, what guys and girls are wearing or showing. 
Yeah. Um, that that is there. And I mean, there are a lot of different people that they there has been people showing simulation of sexual acts, self-harm. And then in the past, there was even somebody that committed suicide on the app. And so those things, although they get taken off quickly sometimes, they uh they are things that are there. Um and so so like like a lot of things in our culture and platform, like your students are walking into uh, a medium of the culture that's going to put stuff out there that has a different value system than how Christians try to set themselves apart. Right. And so, so we have to, you have to be aware of that, that that's there. Um, however, one of the things that a lot of us, we were talking about this before is that when you really start scrolling through, although this stuff is there, a majority of it tends to be very humorous, yes. joking, yeah. pranking. So, so like, I'm not trying to lessen the, the con, but I just want you as parents to understand that when you start initially scrolling through, you don't you're not seeing stuff as rampant as some other platforms that you can use. It's a lot of like dogs and parents and painting and Dancing. you know, I had one just a second ago. This guy's trying to throw Singing. cones on the top of a field goal pole. Right. And and you know, just stuff like that. That's a lot of it's very innocent, just stupid or musical stuff. Yes. And so so it's there's a little it's not saying it's be, it's safer, but it's it's not as abrasive as other aspects of culture. Yeah, and something to add that Pastor Matt you just talked about in the pros is again, it's um it's one of those things where TikTok relies on people reporting inappropriate videos. So, it's a con because you never know what you're going to see um unless people start actually reporting it, which some people don't. So, they they don't have a person looking at it all the time to making sure that it's it's appropriate and whatnot. So yeah. right, but you can always tell. I'm, I'm saying this from not personal experience, but you can tell often when somebody has been very connected to the app, though. Because I was talking to another lady recently who's a teacher, and you know, even kids as young as eight, nine, ten, they'll be in class doing these dance moves, doing this, yes. yeah. and the teacher's like, "Stop it!" <laughs> you know, but yeah. they, that's because they often don't they make know. that connection yeah. that they're they're practicing because yep. they've been seeing it. And yeah. They want to go and do it, and so so sometimes you know if you see your son and daughter and they're they're dancing more than normal or doing a certain move over and over again, lots of it hand may motions. Not be that they're just doing actions, you know, yeah. and doing dances just to be fun, but that they're mimicking and, and yep. wanting to do trying that. to learn and so, the dances, and and that's where peer pressure comes into this. I was about to talk about that like too. Any other, go. go ahead, go for it. Yeah, and I think that's one thing. A kind of question for for you, Ellie, is like, um, how how extreme is this peer pressure kind of app. This is a peer pressure app because a lot of kids want to be on it because everybody else is. And so what does peer pressure have to do with TikTok, you think? Um, I think it's there's a couple different reasons. I think, like I mentioned before, uh, the pressure to kind of want to learn the popular dances yeah. and, and do the popular videos or mimic or recreate popular videos. That's a very, very common thing. Uh -huh. So it's not, sometimes it's like not just creating whatever you want. It's they want to learn what's popular because it's popular yeah. to recreate for some reason on this app. Yeah. Um. And so I think because those videos do so well, or you want to duet somebody, the pressure to kind of want to do that, whether it's good content or bad content, is very high because yeah. those videos are actually really, really popular. Um. To recreate dances. Um. Or or lip syncing or whatever you want. Um. 
So, yeah. Yeah. And so kids are trying to also get famous. So there's peer pressure of wanting to get famous. They want to get famous and then they want to get people's attention. They want to be the focal point of people's attention. And so there's this like internal anxiety and pressure that they even give themselves of like, man, I need to make this video. It needs to be perfect so that everybody laughs and so that I get famous and get money. And then, and then, and then, and then. (laughs) I think I'll too, like a lot of people. Kids have seen um, social media or just pop stars such as Sean Mendez. He actually came from the app Vine. And he is like is one crazy. of the number one pop boys, singers, kind of like the, the new age, Justin Bieber, whatever. But he came from the app Vine. He was discovered off of Vine. Mm-hmm. And this generation loves the idea that they could be discovered. They could be the one person, you know, oh, if I lip sync this movie line, someone's going to see my amazing acting skills and, you know, put me in a movie or I'm such a great dancer. I could be in a Super Bowl commercial, which actually did happen. There is a one girl that is was a dancer on TikTok and now she was in a Super Bowl commercial. So there is this wow. kind of desire and almost, almost realistic in their minds, you know, possibility that I could be that, that could be me. That could be me, that person that gets that, um, that view, all those views or that content or whatever. I could be famous. Yeah. And so a lot of that is all playing into identity formation, which if you haven't been listening earlier episodes, we've talked a lot about this, about the students craving affirmation, uh, you know, feedback, positive feedback that they're trying to develop their identities in this stage. And so when they're putting this stuff out, they're looking for who's my tribe, who's yeah. my, who's, who's the people that are going to value me? Does anyone value me? And so there's a lot of like, um, not only surface, but deeper cries going on within some of the stuff, which is again, why, why being a part of it with them and dialoguing with your kids a lot is so huge because they could be really looking into a dangerous place to get an affirmation that's not going to come. They may they may actually become famous and yet feel still feel very Absolutely. empty in their identity. And so they're they're trying to navigate that in a time that they're going, I'm not sure, but this is fun and this is enjoyable. Yeah. And it's creative and 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 I'm connecting with other people, sometimes my friends, sometimes other people all over the place. So So let's briefly, as we close up this episode, let's briefly talk about. Um, how parents can interact with their kids using this app. And if you're listening to this, you're probably thinking, okay, how can I engage with with my teen with this? I think the first thing is asking your teenager the question of, show me some of your favorite videos. Show me some of the videos that you laughed at or you really enjoyed. And so you're sitting down on the couch and they got their phone out showing you the videos. And it helps you understand their mind first, their humor, which is kind of cool to see. But also you get to know a little bit more about... You find out if they have dry humor like you. Exactly. <laughs> and then you you get yes. so proud of them. You start tearing up. But um, what... <laughs> is you know, that what you do, Cliff? Yeah, I don't have any kids, but that's what that's what my dad does. <laughs> what are you does. talking about? You have like 120 <laughs> oh, that's teens right. yeah. in your life sure. in that probably life. show you videos all the time. They do show me videos and I just turn in them and I say, ha, 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 ha. There's the dry humor. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted you. <laughs> Anyways, like I was saying, um, you know, just asking them what what their favorite videos are, I think is really good. What what ideas do you guys have of how how parents can interact with with their teens with this? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, something my parents did is actually created a TikTok account. Oh yeah, yeah. Nice. 
because they wanted to be a part of the fun and kind of see what all the hype was about. And it was so hilarious because I got to watch them try to figure out (laughs) the app. But it was great because it was a great bonding experience for us, for me to kind of teach them how to film a video, how to add music. Um, And I just think that it's awesome to kind of also as a parent, when you have teenagers, be on the app and follow your children. I think that you should follow your kids um, because um, I just think it's cool, you know, for one, for you to be able to see what they're kind of putting out there in the world, but also uh, for them to know that you're following them, I think is kind of a good idea. Some kids might think it's creepy, but actually I think I think the more teens I still talk to, they're very commonly accepting of their parents yeah. being connected on the platforms. It's something I always tell parents. It's good for you to be on the app and following your kids. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. Um, I would just say, kind of finish it off, that if you um, see them watching something, just grab their phone and throw it on the floor! Wow. No. Uh, well, so no, that's not actually what I think you should do. But uh, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I think that... Uh, I think that all the things we've been talking about are super healthy in terms of your building relationship closer with your teens and a culture that's creating platforms, creating avenues for them to learn, engage, um, sometimes be entertained and amused. It's a different medium. And so you want to know just enough about it. Um, But I think you always want to guide them with caution, reminding them of that reality. And they're going to go, I know, I know. But to remind them that, you know, there is garbage on here. And, and you have to, and, and just reminding them of that and getting them to be able to admit it and say it out loud and even go, yeah, no, I saw this and, you know, it's stupid. And just getting them to dialogue out loud about that prepares them and makes them think about those things in a, in a protective, positive way. And so, um, so, you know, especially with guys that might be on it, I would say as a parent, you need to encourage them that there is a lot of very, um, sexualized stuff. I mean, I mean, just in how girls can dress on it, which is something just about our culture, right. But that they have to be aware of it. And because, you know, pornography is a big struggle for guys, like these things they have to watch out for. Um, if language is something that's in it. So again, having those conversations and then picking up their phone and throwing it on the floor. Like the, you know, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I know that's actually not serious because these phones cost like $1,200 nowadays. Right. Yeah. So, you so know, and you probably end up paying for that. As so a parent, yeah. So, so don't do that. Um, you know, I take back all that, but, but I would say um, <laughs> one, one resource that we're going to have available um, and you can email pastor cliff at C Woodward at bridgeway.church. If you wanted it is that we, um, we got some resources from Axis who provides ones called a parent's, um, a parent's guide to TikTok, And it's a, it's about a 25 page document. It's got a lot of this information on it. And what I like about it is they kind of tell you in the end to, to kind of be able to separate the horror stories that sometimes you hear right. about these apps yeah. from the reality yep. because there so are true. bad stuff that happens. Yeah. And it's good to know this. Just things. like it happens in her world. Yeah. Um, but altogether there's some really good ways that you can use this and engage with your kids. And so, yeah, that's so good. Well, um, we have just scratched the surface after one season and two more episodes of Engaging Parenting. But if there's more topics that you'd love for us to discuss in it in this podcast, please email myself at cwoodward at bridgeway.church or at Pastor Matt at mbach at bridgeway.church because we want to address things that are relevant to what you're struggling with um, parenting your teenager now. So can't wait to talk about another topic on Engaging Parenting. Talk with you soon. Thank you for listening to the Engaging Parenting Podcast. 
Hosted by Pastor Matt Bach and Pastor Cliff Woodward. Presented by Bridgeway Christian Church. For more information about Bridgeway and other content, visit bridgeway.church.